let me ask you this. Does anyone have the right to comment on your weight? How do you react when someone gives you an uninvited opinion about your weight? Here's what happened when someone assaulted my self-esteem and what I learned. Three, two, one, let's go. Ain't no limit. Tell them there ain't nothing stopping you. Taking off, weight loss made possible. Plenty ups and downs, but she won't fail. Lucy, show them how to reinvent yourself. They say life is a challenge and you can't overcome it. It don't matter what happens. You ain't stopping for nothing. Do it like a boss. Hey, you know what we about to do? Take off, weight loss made possible. Let's go. Want to learn how to lose weight from someone who has done it before? Subscribe now. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Possible. I'm your host, Lucy Laramie. When a semi truck crashed into my car and flatlined my life as I knew it, the recovery heaped an additional 60 pounds onto my lifelong battle with my weight. Do you know how the kids get a bit too heavy to be carried? The extra weight I lugged around was equivalent to constantly carrying three small children. My weight loss journey empowered me to lose over 100 pounds and keep the weight off for over five years. Yet, it wasn't all that long ago that I lost confidence in who I was and what I could do. Fast forward past many failed attempts and the lessons learned, and you will see the version of me today that looks better, feels better, is healthier, and has more freedom. I created the Weight Loss Made Possible podcast to share stories and lessons learned from my journey and to give you simple strategies to help you forge your own path to success. If you want to become the champion in your weight loss story, you're in the right place. Let's get to it, Fred. Do you consider yourself a past, a future, or a present-oriented person? Being goal-driven and future-oriented has always felt comfortable to me. Regardless of whether you feel more comfortable with the past, the present, or the future, there is a certain level of reflection that occurs when you pass a milestone or achieve a major goal. After accomplishing a 100-pound weight loss, how I see the past and my weight struggles has shifted. And it must be admitted that it's bittersweet. Not only has my weight loss journey created a physically stronger and healthier version of me, but it also created a mentally stronger version of me. I'm now able to reflect on past experiences through a different lens. If you've struggled with your weight in childhood or adolescence, you likely have some vivid and even painful memories. There is a memory from my sophomore year of high school that will never be forgotten. But how I view it after my weight loss journey has entirely shifted. Let's transport for a moment back to 1999. 
That was the year that everyone was worried about Y2K and the world ending. It was true that a lot of things were ending. However, not the things people were expecting to end, nor the way they expected them to change. In 1999, you still took notes in class from an overhead projector. You called your friends from a house phone. You still had to wait for a dial-up connection to the internet. You listened to your music on a Sony Walkman, and you still used physical maps and printed directions. You paid your bills in person or by mail, and you took your photos with disposable cameras. And right now, you're either feeling old or thinking, wow, Lucy is as old as dirt. Yet, at any stage of life we are currently at, When we look back on these types of things, it allows us to say, wow, look how far we have come. Maybe some of these developments are the reasons they say, let go of the past, but keep the lessons that it taught you. Well, there I was in 1999, sitting in high school science class, when an office helper came to my teacher with a note that indicated I was to be sent immediately to the principal's office. This was an odd request. You meet a lot of different types of people in high school, but I was one of the types that stayed out of trouble and flew under the radar. As I sat in a chair outside the principal's office, I racked my brain for reasons I could be sitting there. I tried to observe what was going on in the office around me for clues, and I couldn't come up with a single reason. I decided one thing. The glass must be half full. Uh, It must be some sort of an unexpected good surprise. Maybe it would be a little bit like when you win Publishers Clearinghouse and they surprise you on your doorstep with confetti, and balloons, and a nice check. That was probably a little bit over the top, but I decided to be optimistic nonetheless. Maybe I had done really well on the recent standardized test. When the principal was ready for me, I sat curiously on the other side of his desk. If you could have been a fly on the wall for the conversation It would have been like watching a train wreck in slow motion. The principal didn't have balloons or confetti, but he was excited to tell me that a new program had just been started. He had asked each teacher at the school to nominate one student that they felt needed to lose weight and would be a good candidate to join an extracurricular club during the day That would help them lose weight. Basically, it was Fat Club. And I was the lucky winner of that nomination. As if high school wasn't hard enough, I didn't just feel negatively at this point. I felt mortified. I felt everything. Embarrassed, self-conscious, judged, ostracized, and 
I was a new student to the school and this did not help me feel comfortable in my newer environment. It wasn't Y2K that changed my world in 1999. It was my high school principal. My head hung low, avoiding eye contact with anyone as it felt like an entirely different girl was departing his office. That was the day that feeling not good enough and feeling like an outcast rooted deep in my subconscious. The problem is this. Once your subconscious mind accepts an idea, it begins to execute it. They say your subconscious mind is 30,000 times more powerful than your conscious mind and the guiding force for your entire life. When you let ideas that other people have of you live in your head rent-free, you effectively let an emotional cancer grow. Here's the thing. That man was responsible for his thoughtlessness. Yet, a responsibility also existed within me for my response to him and all of the thoughts, feelings, and actions that came with it. If you want success on a weight loss journey, it's important to discern what baggage belongs to you and what baggage isn't yours to carry. Although this story is painful for me to bring up, my hope is that in sharing this story and how it helps shape me, it will bring to light this critical issue and help you release the thoughts that burden you faster than I did when I went through it. This is critical because your authenticity is at stake if you allow someone else's narrative to infiltrate your thoughts. And if you give up your authenticity, you lose the reins to your life. And if you let go of the reins to your life, it's going to be pretty tough to complete your weight loss journey. And this is exactly why I needed to kick that principle and his bullshit out of my head. Maybe it was true that I needed to lose weight, but I didn't need his unsolicited narrative and advice on the matter. I have learned that if you can change what you believe about yourself, you can change how you feel about yourself and consequently change your life. To do this, it must be acknowledged that the way you talk to yourself is critical. What you say to yourself all day long shapes what you believe about who you are, what you're capable of, and thus how your life unfolds. And you might be thinking, I get that. I struggle with that. But how do you solve it? Here's the thing. You must discern the difference between rumination and self-reflection. Why does the difference between rumination and self-reflection matter to your success? Rumination is emotional cancer. It's a cyclone of thoughts that results in depression and anxiety. 
it's it's a depressive cyclone. The storm is rolling in from thoughts of the past. If it's an anxious cyclone, the storm is forming over worry about the future. If you can immediately identify and differentiate rumination from self-reflection, it will become easier to put a stop to it. So how do you identify it? Whether ruminating in the past or future, you'll know it's happening when your mind keeps churning over, what if, what if, what if, what if? How often have you been stuck thinking, what if this happens? Or what if I had just done this? And how often does that just keep looping and not get you anywhere constructive. If you're stuck in a what-if loop, then you're stuck in rumination. Self-reflection, on the other hand, is when you put your emergency kit together in the present in order to prepare to transform the storm when it arrives. If you don't have an emergency kit, then you will outsource how you will weather the storm to the storm itself or the external force that offers to help you when the storm arrives. For a price, of course. Ask yourself this. Who owns you? The past? The present? Or the future? The present is the only place where you have true control. When you run from responsibility and accountability in the present because the past or future feels just a little bit more comfortable, then you effectively risk surrendering your character and integrity. Change is inevitable, but if you want to transform, If you want to step into integrity and your purpose, you must address the here and now to set yourself up to transform. This is the exact steps I implemented to create a solution. The first thing I did to solve the problem was first identified one pattern. Trying to change your whole inner dialogue at once is overwhelming, unrealistic, and will lead to discouragement if you aren't successful. Identify just one pattern. Make it specific. Zoom in and don't try to overhaul your whole inner narrative. This will give you a firm direction to move in. The second step to take is become mindful of your pattern. Take concrete action Every time that pattern occurs, the more familiar you become with your pattern, the more familiar you become with your pattern, the more effectively you will be able to intervene when it occurs. The third step is to rephrase your narrative into something positive and empowering. Simply put, find a better way to talk to yourself. To heal is to touch with love, that which we previously touched with fear. Most of the negative narrative in our head is fear-based. And when we shift these fears to positivity, 
we build a bridge to our happiness. Once you get rid of the worst negative narrative in your head, you can move on to the next until you create a domino effect. This is exactly how you kick the haters out of your head. As an example, here are three narratives I had to shift on my journey and how I replaced them so you can see what I mean in action. Let me know if any of them sound familiar. The first narrative I replaced was from, I need to know what I'm doing before I can start to if I start, I can figure out what I need to do. Or how about this one? The second narrative I shifted was from, I can't live without this thing to, I can find something just as good as this thing that also helps me feel happy and healthy. The third narrative I shifted was, if I try this and don't succeed, people will think I'm a failure. I shifted that to, if I try this and don't succeed, I will try another method because I refuse to fail. Maybe you can relate to some of these narratives, or maybe there are others that you struggle with more. But I hope you will find this strategy to replace those what-if thoughts with thoughts and actions that will help you. In this episode, we cover the importance of emotions on your weight loss journey and some steps to manage them. If this video helped you, please drop a comment below and give me a like or a share so I can help more people. Also, if you're new here, you liked my vibe and want to be part of the tribe, don't forget to hit subscribe. I don't want you to miss out on anything that could help you find health and happiness on your weight loss journey. Until next time, don't give up on the journey. It's challenging, but it's worth it. See you next time, friend. You've been listening to Weight Loss Made Possible. You want to learn how to lose weight from somebody who's done it before? Well, make sure you get your free copy of Lucy's favorite weight loss resources. Go to weightlosswithlucy.com and follow on Instagram for daily motivation at weightlosswithlucy.com. Time to make your weight loss transformation possible. Until next time, don't give up on the journey. Subscribe and hit the website and follow on Instagram. Let's go.